after you leave a game, can you look yourself in the mirror and say, my child knows that I love them and I will support them regardless of what they're doing? What is going on? This is the Wake Up Warrior podcast, and I'm with my guy, Franklin Jennings, a D1 baseball coach. Franklin, thank you for joining us. Yo, so everybody who's tuning in, this is my brother, uh, who also is the coolest one in the family, my one of my daughter's favorite people, and uh, he's gone. He's come on to speak to some of us about how we are as parents and our role in the recruiting process. I know, you know, every kid is going to the league, right, Franklin? Supposedly, <laughs> so. Um, I, I kind of wanted you to walk us through the process. What are some of the do's, the don'ts? Where are kids cutting themselves off uh, early without even knowing it? Um, so as far as getting in contact with the school, how should a kid go about it? And how are they doing it uh, effectively and ineffectively? Uh, I think the easiest way to go about it is just kind of setting setting your sights on what you want from a school academically uh, and, and pursuing that first. And then once you decide, don't, don't just go emailing and calling just random schools that you don't really have any interest in um, kind of narrow it down and, and figure out what you want to do. Um, and then once you do that, email, 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 Twitter, Instagram, However, you can get in contact with the coach and get an answer. Um, our, our, the way our system works is guys email Coach Travis all the time, and then he kind of forwards them to all of us, and we get back in contact with them. Um, so email, phone calls, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I know I check Twitter all the time because it's, it's become a really good recruiting tool. Um, Instagram's not as, as heavy at the moment, uh, but as, as you get older, if, if you're not getting the looks that you want, you can even set up a recruiting pro- profile. I know NCSA is, is one of the ones that's used pretty often. Um, just reach out. Just just get your name out there and, and market yourself. So you mentioned earlier to narrow down what you're looking for. What are some of the top things you, you mentioned academics and stuff like that, but when I'm when I when my kid's looking at a program, whether it be now, another question to tangent off that is is each sport pretty much the same from your perspective or as far as contact? I don't I'm not gonna speak on that because I don't I don't know. Uh, facts, okay. But I, I know that if you want to be good as a coach, you should see as many kids as you can, right? So I think that the more video that you see, the more people you're going to see, and you're going to be able to weed out the ones that you think are good enough, the ones that you think fit your your build, your mold, um, and and go out and see them in person, right? Because at least for baseball, we weren't we weren't with COVID, we weren't allowed to go out and, and physically see people, so. Mm. A lot of people who, who feel that they've made some mistakes because all we can see is, is video. Um, so that's that's 
something to process in your brain is as I send video, I have to realize that they're going to also want to come see me play. And then, and then that's the next step is when they come see me play, don't, don't be nervous. As the family, what should I be looking for in each program? What are maybe the top three things in each program I should be looking at uh, in, in detail? Um, I think, I think as a family, I, I think comfort, comfortability is, is something that is very important, right? When you, when you send your child away, your brother away, your sister, whatever it is, you want to feel comfortable where they're going. Right. That's that's first um, and foremost in, in my eyes. Uh, next thing is, is if the sport is taken away, are they still going to be comfortable? Right. Like if academics don't work out and, and they have to sit out a semester from sports uh, or, or they get hurt, are they still going to be OK? Right. And, and. Now, when you say OK, are you talking about a conversation with the coach and program, like as far as scholarship or are you talking about the environment or both? The environment. The environment. Okay. The, the mental side of things. Cause it gets tough, right? Like college athletics, whatever level you're at, it's going to get tough. And there's going to be moments where it's like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And when those moments hit, are they going to be able to get through it and push through it where they are? Uh, and, and I think the third thing is, is it home? Like, is it, are they going to be there for four years? With the transfer portal and things and, and how things are working out with that, you want to make the right decision out of high school so you don't have to go down that route, the route of transferring and doing things like that. So is it is it the right choice for the the child, the brother, the sister, the cousin, whatever it is? Is it the right choice, and, and or are we going to have to go down this route again and, and go through the rigorous pro- process again? Which, in all in all, it's not fun. For those who don't know, can you break down the transfer portal, um, how it was before, and what it is now? So before the transfer portal, you have to get a waiver to transfer um, D1 to D1, D2 to D1, or, or just transfer up a level, right? Uh, and now you get a one-time transfer rule, uh, and then you get a free transfer as a grad student if you haven't transferred yet. Um, so okay. I, I know that in in July, right before the transfer portal closed for, for baseball, there were 3,000 people in um, and now, while I think that there are definitely some positives to it, I think that it allows players to not necessarily take all of the accountability, right? And, and they're 18 to 22, 23-year-old kids, um, and they're going to make mistakes. And, and I think people have to let them make mistakes. But I also think that just because you're not playing doesn't necessarily mean that it's not the right spot for you. And and sometimes that is a tough situation to be in, but you got to look yourself in the mirror and, and realize, hey, it's life. i got to find a way to get better. For the brother, cousin, you know, for, for that person looking, 
where should am I going to play right away factor into the decision? Um, I think that at at the moment with with the backlash from COVID, it's it's really hard for freshmen, true freshmen, to come in and play right away. Because I know in college baseball, you got 23, 24-year-olds that are coming in and, and they're fifth-year grad guys. And let's just be, let's call a spade a spade. They're bigger, stronger, faster because they're grown men, right? That's that's how it is. Um, but that that doesn't mean it can't happen, right? And you also have to realize if you don't play your first year, there's ways to get better without playing. Uh, and it's just realizing that I can learn the game a little more. I can learn the speed of the game. And, and I can I should sit with people who have been around it and understand what's going on and try to figure out how, when it's my call, how am I going to get better and, and how am I going to stay on the field? Almost like Tom Brady sitting behind Drew Bledsoe. Right. Like, and, and I don't think getting on the field is the hard part. I think staying on the field is the hard part. Right. Like, you got guys going for your position every day. And while that fifth year senior might have a little more leeway, if he's struggling at some point, he's going to get a day off. And when he gets his day off, are you going to take the job from him? So you mentioned going back a little bit, like IG, Twitter, all these spots, and you talked about video. What should we be like? Is that something that necessarily needs to be a professional video? Like what quality, what type, what are coaches looking for uh, from, let's say, baseball specifically? Obviously, because you're in the baseball, you know, the in the in baseball but baseball specifically what are you looking for and how should it be done uh that like what's that process look like because me it was vhs you know what i mean like i was like come on bro at vhs and when it came dvd it was like i could send them all out i was out there out the yeah. uh back of the trunk no i think i think it's very similar it's just easier right mm. no it doesn't have to be professionally done but I do want clarity. I want to be able to see what you're doing. I want to be able to see if you're playing defense. I want to see your first step. I want to see the angles you take and things like that. If you're hitting, I want to see what pitches you're swinging. Like the thing about video is nobody sent what they think is a bad swing. Nobody sent what they think is bad footwork ground ball wise, right? So the video is just the first thing that we see. And then we go and we, we watch games. Uh, so the one thing I will say is if you can cut out the sound when you hit a homer and your dad and your mom are in the background screaming, like, that's Bob Hercules, Hercules. Like, I mean, mom. Hit and run. I'm going to be the perfect example. <laughs> I don't need to hear that. I'm going to hear it enough. <laughs> I'm going to hear it enough if you end up coming to our school, right? Like, that's- yeah, <laughs> she's a great one though. That I mean, this you never didn't hear her. That's for sure. That is a fact. So now to the parents, right? Because the kids, my guess is probably less of an issue than the parents. Uh, I think it depends. Right? I'm going to preface this 
conversation by saying, I think that the, the recruiting process is extremely hard on parents. Okay, why is that? Because you're, you're in, in a lot of cases, you've made decisions for your, your child for their whole life. And you don't want to be overbearing. You don't want to force them into a certain decision. But it's also a very important decision. Um, and I think it should be made as a family. Um, but I also think that the, the kid should have room to make mistakes. Um, Almost like King Richard. When they sit down with Nike. Yeah. And my man... He looks at her and says, yo, that's her decision. So I think that's a that's a dramatic case. But yeah. but similar. Yeah. Not like I think about when I was getting recruited and, and you guys gave me the, the ability to make the decision on my own. And And so um, so almost just it I mean it sounds like you're saying parents kind of take uh like back up a little bit provide more access and, and access and guidance, but don't try and make or force the decision for them. Definitely not. Don't because at 16, 17, 18 years old, and, and now it's getting even earlier, right? Like I, I saw a kid commit that's in eighth grade, LSU. Um, so like Damn. in my, in my opinion, it's, it's for a parent to take the back seat. When A, they're probably going to be paying for some of it. And B, they want their kid to be happy. I think it's probably a hard situation, right? And there's parents that make it harder. And there's parents that sit back and let kids be kids. Uh, You don't want to be the parent that makes it harder. How Um, do you think a parent could... And from your perspective, some things that you've seen, uh, how do you think a parent could interject or when do you think it's important for a parent to interject um, in or help the decision uh, if a kid is a little off base? I think monetary is, is the first uh, the first example. Um, I think they have the right to, to interject and, and ask questions about money, right? Now, I don't think that they have the right to ask for more. I think if that's the conversation that wants to be had, then the kids should, should because it's a tough conversation. It's, it's never an easy conversation asking for more, more money. Uh, so I think that's just growth as, as the individual that's trying to become an adult. Um, mm. So Let me hold five dollars just real quick, if you don't mind. Let me. I'm I'm asking for money. I'm trying to grow. If you could just slide me, Venmo that to me, please. I got you. Appreciate you. No. So, what else would you say? Like, what's number two? Obviously, outside of money, is there another situation, or is it pretty much just let it flow from there? No, I think I think parents have the right to ask any questions they want, but I also think that the the prospective athlete should ask more questions because their life. Okay, so you're out on like a Saturday. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you. No, please. If you're what? If if I'm on a recruiting visit with when mm. I'm taking a kid around campus and 
mom and dad are asking all the questions, then, then first of all, how do I know how I'm going to interact with that kid? Second of all, if they're asking the questions now, when you get here, who's going to ask the questions? When you get here, I don't, it's going to sound bad, but I don't want to talk to parents. I don't want them calling me talking about playing time. I don't want them calling me talking about money. I want to be a baseball coach. And there are definitely situations where parents and, and coaches can, can speak. But when it comes to little things, I, I want. Like the everyday, the daily conversations. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, I mean, hey, so I'm, I mean, the whole point of the college experience is to mature at that next level. So it does make sense that that would be part of the process. Nope. So. You're out watching baseball, you know, let's say a Saturday or Sunday, and you're watching the kid like his game, but you're seeing something from the parents on the sideline, and it's like, mm, what is some of the things that as parents our dumbasses are doing on the sidelines that could be I mean, for lack of a better word, harming the opportunities that these coaches might have. Uh, coaching from the sideline. Mm. <laughs> and then actually, that's probably number two, but I, I think that pressure from the sideline is, is probably number one. Right? Like kids having a tough day and all you hear is the dad or the mom yelling, figure it out, da, 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 all that. It's hard to play that way. It is really hard to play when the one or two people that, that you care about the most are yelling at you and putting you down, right? It's, it's bad enough you're probably getting it from the coaches. You're, it's hard to play. Yourself? Bro, like, I mean, the, you're always, I mean, more than likely, you're the worst critic. Yeah. So yeah. That, putting pressure on people. From the sidelines is and and you know what there are there are times when I want to say you go. Why why why'd you swing at the breaking ball? Because uh, it was nasty. Uh, <laughs> I'm a and I've never seen a three-one breaking ball in my life. Because uh, yeah. it used to be sixty-two miles per hour, and I used to hit over the fence, and now it's eighty miles per hour, and I can't see it. <laughs> Yo, okay. I. It, Yo, you have been you have been with us on these cross country trips or at these cross country races and there are some of these parents out here like run fast I'm like, bro, you have trouble running late. You go run. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think I haven't raced late yet? Because I'm gonna Yo, lose. Oh my goodness, okay. So that's actually one thing I didn't think of at all is the pressure that you're putting on the kid. Um what are some of the other things that you're seeing on the sidelines that are distracting coaching, the pressure, anything else that catches a coach's eye? Some people say giving Gatorades and, and stuff like that. That's, that's the generation. That's, I mean, that's what's going to happen. Um, okay. Why, why that? They should be able to bring their own stuff into the dugout. Okay. I get to an extent, but I also don't get one thing I will like that will I will never I don't want to say never recruit because 
He's the number one recruit in the country there. There's some stuff that I'll get over. But <laughs> your parents care on your stuff before, after a game. You're oh, playing. really? Yeah. First of all, if your teammates aren't calling you, then there's an issue with your teammates. <laughs> Second of all, if you can't carry your stuff, then how do you expect me to trust you in the ninth inning of a game? You're going to call my Well, because you're going to carry it, aren't you, Coach? To the games? You're going to carry it for them? Yeah, and keep it. <laughs> you want me to carry yeah, it? Yeah, I'm going to. Okay. So how do the visits work, right? I know there's only a couple. There's some official, some unofficial. You know, what? as we're preparing our kids for a visit on campus, right? So we've nailed getting in contact with you guys. We were not a fool at the game that you came to see. Now you're asking for us to come out. How should we prepare the kids for that first visit? Be who you are. And do you think, I'm sorry, and do you think there should be multiple to one school, like an official and an unofficial as well? Uh, well, first of all, there's obviously, like you said, there's two different, there's official and unofficial. Um, How's that work? So unofficial, there's a there's a bunch of rules um, that are very to the point, right? Like unofficials, schools can't pay for food. Okay. Um, there's rules of the distances that you can, if you're going to go off campus for food, there's rules of the distances like that. Um, for official or unofficial? For both. Okay. Right. Okay, so I'm preparing my kid for an official visit. What do they need? What should they be thinking? Am I allowed to should I come? Should I let them be? How's that rock? Uh again, it depends on the school. Uh West Point, usually parents come. Um just because it's it's fall. Usually we're not Yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And we're not recruiting in, in Distances where guys can drive up by themselves, and, and um, so ninety percent of my answers are are gonna be just be who you are. Don't don't try to fit it. Like don't try to be something you're not. Because if you choose to end up going there, you're gonna spend nine months, and, and at West Point, it's it's essentially ten months out of the year. With these guys, so they're gonna they're gonna sniff you out when you come to to, to beast. Um, so just be who you are. That's that's. I mean, there's not really any preparing. Okay, so there's not something like. I mean, I obviously I'm not there yet. She's got a while before she's even considering it. But there isn't something I should be sending with the kid. There's not something that they're you know. Maybe some questions that are super important to ask that are sports specific when we get with the coaches. I, I think that any question like any questions that you wanna ask, I think the first question should be asked to the players. And if they can't answer it, then you go and you ask coach. Um but again I in our in our opinion, and my opinion for sure is, I think that sitting down and, and having kind of a Q and A 
with athletes that are there already is super important. And making sure. And how do you do that? Is that part of the process? Like it with yeah. an official visit? Am I with a teammate or, or prospective teammates? Official or unofficial. Uh, you can you, usually you're walking around campus with uh, either a student, uh, student athlete, or you're walking around with the coaches, and then you see some student athletes and things like that. Um, unofficials, but. On officials, you're usually staying with, uh, in our in our case, it's a cadet athlete. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think preparing questions is, is a good idea if you have them. Just I didn't realize that the visits you're essentially you know more than likely the you're gonna be touring with a student athlete or cadet athlete. I didn't realize that was a process. I thought you were going to be with the coaches most of the time. Again, it depends on, on the institution. Um, Is that something that we should ask for as parents or just kind of let it rock however the school does it? Because that would make sense that I would want to talk to, as a an athlete, I would want to talk to other athletes. Like, yo, what is it really like? Coach is talking all this joint, but, like, what is it really like when we get here type vibe? I think you can wait until you go through the visit and, and walk around campus and, and see if it's something that you want to pursue. Because nobody likes wasting time, right? So if, mm-hmm. say you go to somewhere and you don't like the campus, there's no there's no point in sitting down with a student athlete if you don't see yourself there. Uh, should I should I visit the campus first, or should my kid visit the campus before even doing the official? If if possible, I guess right. If I'm not flying to New York twice, but is that something that you think would be beneficial? Yeah, I, I think you you can definitely do it. Um, I also think that that that's kind of preference, um, and I think it's partially how people want to operate, right? Like, it has been on a bunch of different college campuses. For sure, yeah. And she low-key knows what she likes at oh, yeah. the, 10 years old. She's first stop library. Yeah, right? But if the library is not fire, she's probably not going to like it that much. Facts. Yeah, you're, you're right. So, no, like, I think that's where the recruiting process becomes really hard and really difficult is knowing who you are as a person, Mm. knowing who you are as an athlete and knowing what you want. And at 14 to 18 years old, I can tell you, I didn't, I had no clue. I know I was, do you think that, go ahead. Go ahead. I knew I was a pretty good athlete. I knew that I had options where I could probably go play soccer, basketball, or baseball at the collegiate level. Uh, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do until I was a junior. And then once I figured that out, it was like, I know what I want to do athletically, but what do I want to do academically? I mean, I'm 28 years old, and five years ago, if you told me I was going to be a baseball coach, I would have laughed in your face. 
He told me I was going to be coaching college baseball. I said, what are you talking about? I'm either going to be a pro or I'm going to be probably teaching or selling something. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, we're going to leave that one alone. No. Uh, okay, so it does sound – I mean, I love that, though. I Know yourself, know who you are as an athlete and what you're looking for. Um, I would suggest for parents in general, because um, Franklin did mention it, when when we can, right? So Ava did a cross country. Uh, she was at cross country nationals in Louisville. We toured the campus there. It wasn't on campus. It had nothing really to do with the school, but we checked out that campus just because we were close. I think as early as you can, not making it something that has to be mandatory. And you can in your family. You live your life, but it has been super important for me to show Ava the differences in campuses. We tell these kids, oh, college. And whatever is in their brain that what college is, is how they assume it's going to be, right? So uh, I love the idea of when we go someplace that has a a prominent school or not, uh, someplace that has a campus and all that, uh, I like to do a quick little tour, uh, schedule one if possible. I think it's super important to, just like anything else, like if she has an interest in a job, I try and get her with somebody that is doing that job so that she can kind of get an idea of what it really is like. Um, I think the college campus thing is important, uh, important, especially schools that have majors with their current interest, interest in them. Um, Franklin, before I let you go, go ahead. Facts, right? Like for sure, for sure. So you play college basketball, right? And, it was like, I can do it. That's it. He really could have. When you, no, I didn't mean basketball. Could <laughs> you could have, though. Sports. Facts. You could have played college sports. Yeah, I mean, you did play college sports. You, you, this guy was a savage. I mean, he still is occasionally when he, uh, he got to warm up a little bit. But before we let you go, tell us, I mean, is there anything that we might have left out? Anything that parents, you know, parents more specifically, right? The kids are going to play. And hopefully they carry themselves in a way that, you know, any institution looking for them. But as parents, uh, I think in a lot of ways we want to get out of our kids' way. And it's this college recruiting process is happening at a time when, you know, some of us are a little bit nervous to let go. Our kids haven't been in a uh, in this type of situation. They're going to be away. Some of these schools, what are some of the things or what do you think? Uh, are some of the things that we might be missing that we didn't talk about today? Uh, I think the first thing is make sure your kids are enjoying it. Make sure they're having fun. Make sure it's what they want to do. There's, there's the pressure that kids are feeling to be successful and not fail is probably higher right now than any point in history because they have access to everything. They can go on Instagram, they can go on Twitter, they can go on things like that. Oh, I have this many offers, I have this, like, who cares? Who cares? Um, I think my biggest advice to parents is, after you leave a game, can you look yourself in the mirror and say, my child knows 
that I love them and I will support them regardless of what they're doing. And if you can answer that every single day as yes, then you're probably doing a pretty good job. But if there's ever a time, I can tell you right now, uh, I played sports for 25 years. Um, and my mom, my dad, and, and my brother, there were never, there was never a day where it was like I was questioning what I did. Now, there were days where I stunk and I was really bad. And you know what? That's going to happen. And if you can't get over that, then my assumption is probably your, your past failures that are bothering you, not, not your child's. Um, but there was never a day where I, I struggled mentally because my support system was putting me down. Um, again, that, that, as, as a baseball coach, that's my job, essentially, is to get you to the point where, yeah, you, you failed. We're not going to fail next time. Um, now, from a parent, a parental standpoint, they have to know that when it hits the fan, you're you're there. And if if the pressure is coming, then it's probably going to be pretty tough. Mm, um, really love that. And and again, it goes back to like. Anybody who's ever played sports at a, a high level, that includes high school, college, pro, whatever it is, but I don't think youth sports is, is considered a high level. Um, but if you didn't do it, don't put someone down. Because if I hear you putting someone down, I'm going to ask you where you play. And if it's not, Legit, I'm clowning you. Go do it. Go do Sucks. it. Yeah, it, it is very easy to critique, especially when you haven't done. Uh, well, because damn. Thanks for doing Go ahead. I tell guys all the time. Oh, you want 0 for 7? Do your parents love you? Yes. Are you going to eat tomorrow? Why are you putting pressure on yourself? Who cares? Hmm. You'll be all right. But if they have to wait, when I ask, do your parents love you? How's that going to make you feel? Damn, man. Thank you for joining us, bro. I obviously always love chopping it up with you when we get to. Uh, for those watching this, uh, if you want to see it or hear it earlier, you got to be in the effort program, which you can find in the description here because they get all of the content early, early. Uh, this probably won't air for almost a month. So you had to wait for the goods and you prop your kid must have scholarship because you was acting a fool. <laughs> if you if you liked it, obviously like it. If you loved it, please share it with somebody else. Uh, leave a rating review, all that good stuff. And if you didn't, please just wait for the next episode because the next one will be even more fire. <laughs> Love you, bro. Love, 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 love you, guy. Uh, Franklin, thank you for joining us, man. What's that? Uh, listen, don't worry about all that. Okay, don't, 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 don't. Unless his mom or Ava, I win. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I heard it here first. So make sure you let him know in the comments if he was right. 
when the next one airs. Hey, guy, I really appreciate you doing the thing. And uh, to the parents, teachers, and leaders, we will see you soon and be well.